Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next uh, breakdown on my College Football Breakdown Series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And I'm continuing in this uh, segment with the UMass Minutemen, who last year went 1-11. Last year was a bit of a struggle in year one under Don Brown. But it definitely wasn't the fault of the defense, as I will get into some of their statistics later in the breakdown. But this was a really good group, and they return eight starters and will continue to be led by Don Brown and, and others. Um, and and this, the secondary especially was tremendous last year. But those eight starters return, and they have added some really nice pieces via the portal and in recruiting. So expect the defense to be outstanding. And the offense will be improved as well. There is optimism here at UMass for the team to have uh, some more success in 2022. And I know the fans are excited about what they've uh, put together. And uh, moving forward, uh, this group could could be could, could be interesting. They'll be interesting to watch uh, as this team will, will, will surprise a lot of people. And historically, Don Brown coach teams are are much improved in year two. You can look that up, and, and, and it's, it's an absolute fact. Uh, diving into the breakdown now, uh, the Minutemen play at Warren McQuirk Alumni Stadium, which seats 17,000. Uh, very nice stadium located, obviously, in the northeast in Amherst there, Massachusetts. Uh, one that I'm looking forward to uh, to attending in the near future, uh, Warren McQuirk uh, was the UMass athletic director from 1948 to 1971. That's where the name comes from. Um, formerly, this team played at Gillette Stadium, um, but it has been a much better move playing on campus now um, as as it, it just makes sense. Uh, moving on to uh, coach on the rise within the program, I'm going with uh, associate head coach, offensive line coach Alex Miller, who uh, who is an alum uh, coaching at his alma mater, he has done some uh, good things during his coaching career. Um, served as a as an intern and grad assistant at Oregon from 2008 to 2010. Uh, made the move to uh, New Hampshire as the guards and centers coach in 2011. 2012 to 15, took on the offensive line role at New Hampshire. Uh, 2016 to 2020, served as New Hampshire's run game coordinator and offensive line coach. And then 2021 uh, made the move to his alma mater, offensive line coach, and then served as an interim head coach for, for a short time. And then since 2022 has been the offensive line coach and associate head coach at his alma mater. A uh, great deal of uh, recruiting ties in the Northeast, as you would expect, being an alum and then being in that area. Um, but Coach Miller is somebody moving forward who uh, could have an opportunity to be a head coach in in the near future Uh, shifting now to their schedule they open up week zero they go to new mexico state Uh, interesting matchup there between two teams that uh new mexico state had a very productive season last year went to a bowl game won a bowl game Um, and this game will be televised on espn so great opportunity for both teams to display uh their talented rosters and then UMass turns around, they play at Auburn in week one, which again will be televised on ESPN. I'm so happy for this program and their fans that they have back-to-back games on ESPN. Great opportunity for them to showcase themselves. Then they turn around and play Miami, Ohio. They go to Eastern Michigan, 
host New Mexico, host Arkansas State, host Toledo, go to Penn State, go to Army, host Merrimack, go to Liberty, and then they end the season playing UConn. Uh, the, the site of the game has not been determined yet. I, I know there's rumors out there of the game being played at Gillette Stadium, uh, but officially has not been uh, has not been stated where the game will be. It is technically a home game for UMass, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm, I'm very surprised that the uh, that the site has not been uh, uh, brought out yet. We don't know about it yet, as the season is right around the corner. But uh, looking at that schedule, some very winnable home games for UMass. I, I think there's only a couple games on the schedule that you look at as guaranteed losses, whereas last year you kind of thought, like, yeah, that, that there's definitely a handful of these games that they will for sure lose. And I look at their schedule this year, and there's only a couple that pop pop out to me as, I would say, guaranteed losses. That's, that's how much this team has improved and uh, how really good this defense is. Uh, shifting to the breakdown now, starting offensively, this is, of course, the unit that needs to improve the most, and it starts with the quarterback position. It's been a concern for a while now at UMass. Uh, there is hope now with the addition of Tyson Pumacon from Georgia from Georgia Tech that it will change. Uh, he brings uh, some game-breaking ability, and he's a playmaker that can do some things. UMass also added Carlos Davis from Western Carolina at the FCS level. And then true freshman Ahmad Houston is the future, or Haston, Ahmad Haston, I'm sorry. He's the future of the program. Big, big-time recruit uh, for Coach Brown and this staff. Brady Olson also returns to the group. He started uh, multiple games last year. So uh, there is some upside. Uh, the position is, is looking up, uh, as in the past, like I said, it's been a concern. Uh, the running back room has talent returning in K. Ron Adams and uh, Tim Baldwin. Ellis Merriweather uh, has since uh, moved on. He uh, exhausted his eligibility. He was a fantastic football player for them. Hopefully he finds a way to stick on a professional roster as he was a very good player. But K. Ron Adams uh, could be a workhorse for this team. He, he's a talented back. UMass also added Jalen John from Arizona and Jackson Paradis from Buffalo. Uh, this will be a solid group at the running back position. The receiving core returns wide receivers George Johnson III, who averaged 14.4 yards per reception, and uh, Isaac Ross, among others. Ross is a uh, walk-on, so really impressive for him. Uh, the additions of wide receivers Mark Pope from Jackson State started 10 games at Miami a couple years ago, uh, Sean Harris from Stony Brook, Anthony Simpson from Arizona, and Christian Wells from App State, along with tight end Matt Smith from Duke, are massive. Uh, Mark Pope and Anthony Simpson could really do some good things in this offense. Watch out for Gino Campietti moving from quarterback to tight end. He's a physical, athletic player. It's something to watch moving forward. I, I could see him having some really good success there. And UMass had some good success moving a former quarterback to tight end in the past. And, uh, and uh, Jeremiah Johnson, who has since moved on to Oklahoma State. Uh, the offensive line returns four starters, will be a solid group. Center Josh Atwood uh, broke his snapping hand uh, in the spring and then just decided, oh, I'm just going to snap the ball left-handed. So not only is he an extremely tough guy, but I guess he can snap with either hand. That's something to look at. Uh, right guard Ethan Mottinger. Uh, left guard Cole Garcia and right tackle Johnny Hazard all return. 
and then the additions of Brandon McKinnon from NIU and Marcellus Anderson from D2 Saginaw Valley State provide depth. I I went to D2 Grand Valley State, uh, Saginaw Valley State's rival, uh, but I'm still cheering for Marcellus Anderson to have success. I'm always cheering for those D2 guys as a former D2 guy myself. Um, shifting to the defense now, this is an impressive unit. Uh, borderline outstanding. Uh, there's just a really, really good group here. Of course, when Don Brown is your head coach, you're going to have a good defense. UMass may have only won one game last season, but the defense was pretty darn good last year. They finished ninth nationally in pass defense, only allowing 175.2 yards per game and 12th and third down conversion percentage at 30.9%. With eight starters back, um, some good additions, and Don, Don Brown, uh, this is a defense that will be pretty darn good again this year. Uh, the defensive line returns plenty. Defensive ends, Marcus Bradley, Zuduku, Iguanu, and uh, Ichinu Izawupke return. I apologize if I butchered those names. The additions of uh, J.B. Brown and Jeremiah Wiggins from Arizona are big at the defensive end position. And then defensive tackles Billy Wooden, Clestis Matherin, and Hugo Clays return at the defensive tackle position. Uh, the linebacking core returns Gerald Johnson, who was a very good player last year, Jalen Stewart, and Najee Logan. And then the additions of Jerry Roberts, Tyler Martin, and R.J. Edwards, all from Arizona, could help turn this group from good to great. You're going to see a, a theme of Arizona transfers, uh, on not only on the defense, but throughout the roster, as Coach Brown was a former uh, coordinator at Arizona before he took the UMass job. Uh, the secondary could be downright nasty. Don Brown coaches this group, so uh, some amazing things could be could be expected here. Like I said, they finished ninth nationally in pass defense last year, and they return almost everybody, and they've added some really good talent. Uh, cornerbacks uh, Jordan Mahoney, Noah Boykin, and Tristan Armstrong are joined by Steven Ortiz from Minnesota and Jalen Harrell from Miami. And then safeties Jalen Farrell, uh, Tyler Rudolph, and Tarai Powell, along with uh, Dorian Helm, are joined by uh, is joined by uh, Deshaun Jenkins from Ole Miss, but he also started 28 games at Vanderbilt in three years. So a really, really good group there in the secondary. Shifting to the special teams now, kicker Cameron Carson is solid in returns, as does punter CJ Kodaze. The return game could could get a boost from Anthony Simpson, who performed really well doing that in Arizona. Uh, shifting now, or my, my final analysis now, this is my opinion of UMass heading into the season. Historically, Don Brown coach teams are much improved in year two. That will be the case this season. I really think this team is going to go uh, from one win to four, possibly five or more wins. Uh, this is a team that's going to be much improved. UMass has an outstanding defense, but will need the offense to take the next step to truly contend for bowl eligibility. And if that offense is able to take that next step, there is no reason why they can't contend for bowl eligibility this season because the defense is that good. This is a really, really good defense that's well coached. They got multiple guys that are going to be professional football players on that defense. And I really believe with the additions that the offense has made that they're heading not only in the right direction, but they could actually be pretty decent this year. It's all going to come down to that quarterback position, though. Can Tayshawn Pumacan or 
any of the others step step up and take command of that job. That's what the season's really going to come down to. So hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Please like, subscribe, if you ever listen to the podcast. Give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.